Eric Deshaun Baird for long and it's about uh, 4.01 a.m. on Sunday morning the first Sunday morning of 2020 can you believe it we're literally in a new decade I can't begin to fathom what this means I can't begin to to process what this means the fact that For me, it's literally about four years away from my existence of four decades on this planet. Yeah, I'm really, really getting up there in the age bracket. And so, seeing as this is the first Sunday of a new decade, and seeing as a decade is about, what, ten years long? That's right. Why did I question that? That's a fact. Between 2020 and 2030, it's 10 years. Or should I say between 2020 and 2029, it's 10 years. So I want to go ahead right now and make a a prediction, make a a goal, if you will. Since we're still in, in the beginning stage of the decade, it's still goal setting time. I am giving myself in this podcast a time limit. Now, let me just go ahead and uh, and tell you before we get to the bills, because, you know, that's what we do around here. We got to pay bills. But I have been in the social media game now since what, 2005, six, somewhere in there. Yeah. So we're, we're talking almost 15, 14, 15 years somewhere in there and if I am fortunate which I believe I am or I believe I will be should I say to live another 10 years that would be what 25 30 years in the game mm-hmm. yeah I said it 25 30 years I'm giving myself at least in this podcast another 10 years to see just what I can accomplish, what I can learn, who I can grow into in the social media game. I'm I'm, I'm just bringing that out right now. And I know that's shocking. It's shocking to me. And I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to let that marinate for a few minutes. Because like I said, we got to pay bills around here. So let's go ahead and do that. said this is literally the first Sunday in 2020 which means that this is the first the start of the first week in 2020 some will say that the week starts on Sunday others will say it starts on Monday but the reality is the calendar says Sunday so let's go for it it's the first day of the week and so seeing this is the first day of the week in the new year, new year, is what I wanted to say and what I tried to say. Please forgive me. I can't talk. I'm going to stop saying I can't talk. I just need to start getting my words right. You know what I'm saying? Process what I'm saying. Think about it before I speak. Mm. So the first Sunday in the new week, in the new year, in the new decade. And so I decided 
that I want to change the podcast around a little bit. Yes, it's still going to be six days a week, Sunday through Friday. But what's going to happen on Sunday is I'm going to use this day as a moment of goal setting for the week. Instead of uh, making these bold predictions like I did a few seconds ago or minutes ago, should I say, and say, oh, I'm going to do this for 10 years. Well, that's a great thing. I think that everybody should have long-term goals. That's literally what they would ask you when you're in school or uh, taking on a job or whatever the case is. What is your five-year plan, your 10-year plan, if you will? And most time, you'd be expected to have an answer to that question. And, and I do have an answer. As I mentioned, I want to try this, or should I say, uh, continue this uh, social media experiment of podcasting and vlogging for 10 years. I'm giving myself that game. 10 years. But what am I going to do? How am I going to break that down into weekly segments? Well, that's what this particular Sunday podcast adventure is going to be. It's going to literally discuss what's going to go down in the next week. So with that being said, what does this week in EDB look like? Where do I see myself going in this week of podcasts or in this week of just education and growing, if you will? That That is the question that I'm asking myself right now. So I'm going to uh, I'm going to take a moment, right, because, you know, we need something to uh, relax our brain, some type of music or something, because I literally have to think about it, because truth be told, I don't have that plan right now. So I got to go write it out, write the vision, make it plain is what I have to do. And then I can come back and share it with you. If you don't mind, we just take a break, put a little song right in here. That okay? Awesome sauce. Gotta let it 
People of the internet, I, I have um, made some pretty bold predictions for, or gold, should I say, for uh, this this decade. This, this is going to be the decade of an active EDB. And I have, like I said, three goals on the table that I am passionately pushing towards. Number one, I literally... I, I I keep saying these these words like literally and actually because it's pretty hard to when you think about how fast time flies that uh, now that we're in 2020 that is literally um, well 2009 September marked 20 years since I entered high school can you can you believe it? 2024 will be 20 years ago that I was out of high school and into college. 2028 will be 20 years since I've been to college. Ugh, two decades. Two decades. Almost a quarter of a century is gone. Mm. My, 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 my. Anyway, so... This this decade, the activeness of D E of D. Who's D? I guess that's Deshaun in the middle part of my name. But the activeness of E D B is what I want to say. There's three things that's on my plate right now, and I I think that I should explain those to you because to just go right into the vision without you understanding the background is it, kind of stupid, right? Yeah. Okay. So number one, when I was in high school. Well, we have to go all the way back to when I was born in 1984. I uh, had chronic asthma, and I've, I've shared this extensively uh, in various places. So I'm, I'm not going to uh, prolong the conversation again. But the gist of it was I had chronic asthma, and I was told that I could not do anything athletic. I don't even think about it. The doctors told my dear mother... And seeing as my aunt was one of them, uh, a doctor and a person who told her I couldn't, uh, I did nothing active. I failed PE. I couldn't get into the military because I failed the physical fitness tests. And most of it, uh, by the time that uh, I got to PE and got to the military, uh, was not connected to asthma because Truthfully, by 1995, six, I had all of the medications I needed to survive, to be able to operate with asthma. I'm literally planning to talk to a uh, runner today who operates with asthma. It's, it's possible to do. And I had the tools to do it by the time I got to PE class and to 1999 when I was in, in JROTC to go into the military. But here's the other kicker to that. Even though I had the tools, I had all the asthma pumps, I had a deep inhaler, I had a little inhaler, then I had a deep inhaler. I had an inhaler that you put the inhaler in. And let me break that down for you. It was like this little pipe, right? Because I would have an inhaler, a regular inhaler. If you've ever seen that, it's like a little pump with a uh, uh, little hole in it. You stick it in your mouth and it's got a, a tank inside and that's what goes down and, and 
pipes, opens up your airways so that you can breathe. Well, my asthma was so bad that the little inhaler wouldn't work. So what they had to do was I had to put the inhaler inside of a bigger tank so that the pressure from the big tank could reach down into my lungs to clear it out so I could breathe. I literally, I, I would say it somewhere around here. I would hope so because I want to keep those things for, for posterity purposes. But I had the tools to be able to, as I said, survive asthma. But by 1995, six somewhere, I had stopped having asthma attacks. I still had coughs. They were, they were very bad, but I had not had an asthma attack since 92, 93, somewhere in there. So everything from 92 up was mental. <laughs> I, I, that's, that's a perfect reason why the song that I chose today, why that was so important, because it's literally a mental fight that I'm dealing with. And I've been having that mental block for literally... 25 years, a block that I'm going to catch an asthma attack if I try to run. The problem is not that I catch an asthma attack if I try to run. The problem is I don't know how to breathe properly while I'm running because I was never taught how to breathe properly while I was running because I was always taught that I could not run. So we never even had those conversations. So that is my goal. I have to make a mile run and then oh then not only make a mile run because I failed an MPE class and I want to prove that I can run a mile but I'm considering yeah I'm even going to throw in the gauntlet that I'm going to run at least at least two marathons in this 10 year decade why because I need to prove that I can run. And then the second part in the athletic world that I want to prove is that I can pass that physical fitness test. Now, the sad reality is I don't know if I really want to pass physical fitness tests right now to get into military because if I can prove actively capable of doing it, well, you know, we we got some wars going on around here that uh, sadly, I don't know if... I mean, that's another conversation for another day. But... You know, that's the thing. The wars. And yeah, moving on. The point is, I have to prove to myself that I can pass that physical fitness test. Those are the two mental blocks that I've had. Running and that test. I have to pass them. And so I am dedicating 10 years to making sure that I not only pass them, but effectively pass them. And then... The second piece to my goal. I got a car sitting outside. It's a 2008 Dodge Avenger. Now, it's got some issues to it. You say, well, buy your new car. No, 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 no. That's not what I want to do. Because here's the thing that I've learned from a mentor back in the day named Mr. Darby. Cars are like humans. You got to know who you're dealing with. And the truth of the matter is, when I look back in my life, not only was I stripped of athletics, I was stripped of my gifts. 
my little skills. I used to love working on cars with Mr. Darby. I used to love picking them apart. I used to love building them. Not only building them, but building things. So we're going to talk about that in a second. But I have that car outside as I took a sniff. Please forgive me. And I want to fix it. I want to fix it. I want to do everything I can to make sure that that car is able to last another 10 to 15 years. You know why? Because that is my car. That is the first car that I paid off. I literally carry newspapers, pick pennies up off the side of the road to make a car payment. I, 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 words cannot describe what I went through to pay that car off. Words cannot describe what I went through to pay all of my cars off. I had three of them, to be honest with you. My first one was a 2003 Chevy Malibu. My second one was a 1999 Ford F-150. And my third one is sitting outside right now, a 2008 Dodge Avenger. And I remember every time I would hate my job. I remember right now sitting outside of Pizza Hut. It used to be on the corner of 21st Street and Colonial. And I would sit outside and there was this little chick who, God, I wanted to slap so bad. Oh, God, I'm thinking about it right now and I want to slap the taste out of her mouth. But I literally looked at my car and I said, I can't lose my job. Because I got a car note. I got to pay this. Ah. And so my fascination with cars, not fashy Bentleys and, and the, the uffity huffity of cars, but just the inner workings of them, cleaning them. I just loved it. And it was stripped from me. And you know what? I want that love back again. And then the third thing, if I can go ahead and sniff again in your ears, I'm so very sorry. I should really think about that. Your ears are sensitive and you don't deserve that. I'm sorry. The third thing is I was saying, my, my desire to build things. You know, when I was a kid, my grandmother didn't have a lot of money. And so um, toys were not, necessarily a thing. I had them. I'm not going to say that, oh, she didn't go out and buy toys because I, I had them. My uncle brought me a train. I have a lot of toys that I still have. Cars and what have you. There it is again. Cars. I used to line up my cars and play with them. See? I had an desire for cars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the other thing that was fascinating was my grandmother had a wood pile. We used to burn wood in the fireplace. She really didn't turn the heat on. We would burn wood. And this gentleman named Mr. Barnes and Mr. Darby. My grandmother had a lot of male friends. Sad reality was she wasn't giving anything up. Well, I don't know if that's sad, but it's just kind of strange that she had a lot of male friends and she wasn't giving anything up. <laughs> and all of them were married. And she still wouldn't give anything up. But yes, she had male friends. It, fascinating in 2020 to think about that most time you see a girl with a lot of friends that are guys around them Mm. but anyway mr barnes would come over to the house he had a a chevy i can't remember what kind of chevy it was a chevy pickup truck it was an old chevy pickup truck too and we would uh literally have to well i wouldn't say we would because most times he would do it when we weren't there he's kind of like santa claus but grandmother had a gate that sealed the front of her house and the back of her house. And Mr. Barnes would back his Chevy 
into the driveway right there at the outer gate. And he would uh, sometimes, I think he would put it, throw it over the fence so people wouldn't steal it. Or maybe he would put it right there to the gate. I don't remember exactly. It's all a blur. But the point is, I would have to go out there and remove the wood from the front gate so that we could get in and out because grandmother kept her car in the yard back then, locked up. Yeah, even back then we had to lock our shit up. And uh, so the car, or should I say, so I moved the wood and I would stack it in the backyard. And even though I had toys, I I had um, some toys. I didn't have the amounts of toys that most kids have, but thinking back now is probably a reason why I didn't have those toys because I wouldn't have played with them because <laughs> I wanted to go out and play on the wood pile I literally would build things and take old nails and, and I wouldn't go get new nails i just take old nails because that's all I had around and most folks were not necessarily um, I won't say weren't in agreement with my dreams but they didn't know about it because I was um, a borderline mute back then. I was a psychological mute, if you will. And I just stayed to myself and did my own thing. And it was, um, let me, well, let me finish this thought and then I'll, I'll break on into that. But, uh, because I was a psychological mute and, and didn't share myself, um, I just would sneak around and find little things and go play. And so I would take these, these pieces of wood they weren't cut or they were cut, but they necessarily, well, they weren't necessarily, should I say, uh, cut to spec for what I wanted to do. If I'd had a bandsaw and all these other things, I might be able to, to put it together right. And it was kind of funny because Mr. Darby, who was the other guy, uh, mostly my mentor, if you will, he was, took closer to me than Mr. Barnes did. Mr. Barnes just brought stuff, but he didn't really take to me like Mr. Darby did, if you will. Mr. Darby would come over and he would see me playing on the woodpile. He would actually show me how to build things right, not just take four pieces of wood or three pieces of wood or whatever, just put them together, but how to shave the wood down and, and put it, cut it to spec. And, and I actually have a, uh, a stool around here somewhere. I think it's still here. Yeah, I remember seeing it. Yeah, where we built. So my my passions were stripped from me is what I want to say. And in this decade, I want those passions back. So what I'm going to do starting this week is I'm going to sit down and I'm going to write out what I need to do. What do my trainings need to do? First of all, what do I need to do for the running part? I'm going to talk with a, a buddy of mine. I told you about it earlier in the podcast, who is literally a, a trained runner with asthma. And we're going to talk about her process and how she uh, is is operating and, and doing big things. We follow each other on Apple Watch, or should I say, yeah, yeah we follow each other on Apple Watch is, is what I want to say. And I watch her like run miles and miles each and every, almost each and every day. And I, I want to talk about what, what she's doing. And, and then I'm going to write down this plan, like I said, of what I'm going to do starting this month. I've already been outside testing. I started testing on January 1. 
And if you're watching the vlogs over at youtube.com forward slash Eric Barrett, you'll see it. I did a run test on the first somewhere in there. Yeah. And I did it in 11 minutes. That was good. But it wasn't passing. And two, I took breaks and stopped the clock. But the, the important thing is that I kept a 11 minute pace between 10, 50 and 11 minute a mile pace. And that's what I'm holding proud to. But again, we got to shave that down to nine minutes and we got to do it nonstop. So that's the plan. That's that's the conversation that I'm going to have this week. What do I need to do with my breathing? Training to pick my feet up because I literally uh, when I look back at the at the vlog, which is one of the reasons why I record myself is so that I can look back and see it's kind of like training tape, if you will. And I I saw that I would drag my feet. I got to pick those feet up because by my dragging, that means I'm not moving as far as I could. I'm pulling myself instead of launching myself. And so I got to work on that. There was a uh, conversation or should I say a suggestion put on one of the videos on youtube.com forward slash Eric Barrett, which you should be subscribed to. I would hope you would be subscribed to him. You shouldn't do anything. You can do whatever you want, but I would like to invite you to, if you will. But someone said to go train on a hill because climbing up the hill would force me to pick my feet up. And and, and that's something that I'm, I'm looking into. Uh, how do I do that? Maybe even in my last couple of uh, days in the gym, because I'm literally leaving the Planet Fitness, or maybe I shouldn't. I don't really know yet. It's it's a conversation that I'm I'm debating with myself. But maybe I should go to the gym and and run incline treadmill drills, and see if that works. It's 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 not something that I really desire to do because I don't really want to be a, a treadmill runner. It doesn't do anything for me. But it's getting cold outside, so I'm going to look into that. And by next Sunday. We're going to talk about what my process is uh, for that. I'm going to have a, an extensive plan for you on, on how to pick my feet up, how to get to that nine minute mark in the run. And most importantly, how to breathe properly. Yeah. So that is my plan for the next five days to work through. I hope that 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 you will consider joining me on that journey would you consider it would you consider going ahead and hitting the follow button or subscribe whatever the platform by which you love your podcast will require for you to do mm-hmm. i'm also on uh instagram.com forward slash eric barrett on facebook.com forward slash eric d barrett on twitter.com forward slash eric d barrett i said face uh i said instagram.com forward slash eric deshaun barrett right is that what i said i don't remember but I, I want to make sure that you understand that it's Eric Deshaun Barrett on Instagram. It's Eric D. Barrett on Twitter and Facebook. And it's Eric Barrett on YouTube. Okay? Thank you. Thank you for being a part of this journey with me. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Thank you for following me anywhere else on social media. Email me too if you want to chat more. More extensively, should I say. Because, you know, those other places, they have little little limits on how much you can say in one one message. But if you want to write me a book, go ahead, hit the email, ericdeshawnbarrett at gmail.com. I look forward to the first full week of 2020. I look forward 
to next Sunday when we meet back here and we discuss what you've accomplished in this first week. You ready? I'm ready. Let's go do this. Let's make this week the best week possible. Let's make the start of this year the best year possible. And most importantly, let's kick ass this decade. For me and mine, unto you and yours. Laters.